couples apologizing for things that are outside of what they would see typically as the normal, if that makes sense. So i.e. if they decide that they, from a photo perspective, if they decide they don't want to do prep, they go, oh Matt, we're really sorry, but we don't want to do prep. That really irks me. I don't know why. Like, because it's not <laughs> about- That really I, grinds my gears. Oh, mate, it annoys me because, Matt. you know what, like this sounds, I don't know if this sounds bad and you can tell me if it does. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're with Tim and Matt. Mate, how are you? It's, it's been a while. It has been a while, mate. What has been happening in your world? Hello, Tim. It's definitely been a while. We haven't jumped on uh, and had a good chat for a little bit. We've uh, we've been trying to be efficient and uh, record a few episodes and get them all sorted. And then, um, yeah, then we've had a bit of a hiatus because we've had a little guest enter the world on my end of things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, we've had a tell little us, boy. Tell us about that, mate. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been exciting. It's been a big couple of weeks. Um, yeah, we had little Oliver a couple of weeks ago now, um, which is exciting and it's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, finally meet him <laughs> um, because yeah, we, we never knew what we were having. So it's all been a little bit of this like surprise uh, goodness. And how good is it, man? Hey, that's <laughs> epic. Hey, it's like it's such a unique experience and so yeah. rewarding and so cool. Yeah, it changes the outlook on life, hundred percent. 100% it does. Definitely does. Yeah. Like when our girls like came into the world, it was just, I don't know, like you just, you just look at life differently now that you have a little human that you know, you need to take care of and keep alive. <laughs> yeah. Like legit. Hey. And then you're like, just like the smallest little things you'll like wake up to. Or like, I remember like the first night, like I think we were in hospital. Yeah. It must've been the first night we we're in hospital. And like he was there, we like fell asleep and he's a bit of a sleeper, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's great for me. Uh, great for Jess. Like you'll probably, you know, sleep at least three to four hours at a time oh, minimum. I hate you. <laughs> which is great. But yeah, the first night we didn't really like really know what was going on. And obviously it's all new to us and we're in hospital and like we fell asleep at whatever time and sleeping on this bloody hospital plank, this timber Mate, plank. they are much. the worst. Hey. So bad. <laughs> so <laughs> the bad. worst experience of hospital. It's pretty bad from us, eh? like as men. Yeah. <laughs> like everything our wives go through and we're complaining about the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still broken from it. And that was like two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I remember just like having this moment of like, I sat up in the middle of the night and like I looked at the time and it was like, let's just say like we went to bed at like 12 and I looked at the time, it was 4 a.m. I was like, oh my goodness, what's happened? And I looked across at like where he was sleeping. He was sleeping like Jeff was in like the hospital bed. He was in the middle of it. And I was like sleeping on the like timber plank next to it, like next to him. And I just sat up and looked across at him and I was just like, is he, like, have I missed something? Is he still alive? Like what's <laughs> happened here? Just because yeah, like he didn't like make that. a sound for like three or four hours. And I'm like, and we just weren't used to it and didn't really know the process. So it's all been very strange. Um, but yeah, so rewarding so far and loving it. Um, and yeah, that's probably why we've had a bit of a hiatus from, uh, I guess. I think it's like from our end. People probably won't notice it though, because like we've still been dropping episodes weekly. (laughs) Cause we have been efficient AF. We had, we had a couple of podcasts in the backlog and now we have zero. So (laughs) it was time (laughs) for a catch up. We're back onto it. So we're hopefully going to get this stuff, get this stuff edited and uh, out this week still. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) 
But yeah, man, look, it's it's yeah, look, it's pretty crazy. I think you're gonna see a couple of changes, uh, like from from your end now that you have a, a family. It'd be interesting to see kind of what happens from there. Like I I know for for me, you know, like once kind of like kids come along, um, you just look at things differently. I think you look at your time differently, like as well. And there's like certain aspects like within your business you need to like set more boundaries but more more onto that because I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, an insight into what i've been up to the last couple of weeks because it's you know i haven't had any kids but it's been bloody crazy for both of us so you've had a while uh, you've been well rested mate <laughs> oh yeah that is some lucky shite that you got a good kid that sleeps through the night i cannot say That's the same for myself not even through the night through the day too <laughs> <laughs> like oh, just man. like four yeah. out four hour naps at a time, wakes up, eats, goes back to sleep. Um, oh. look, it's not always yeah. sunshines and rainbows, but it's pretty good so far. Yeah. Well, as you know, it's been what my my eldest, Willow, is three years old and um yeah. She still sleeps in the bed. So yeah, yeah. cool stuff. Love that. That's good. Yeah. We had to take it <laughs> to Tresillion twice. Oh yeah. <laughs> to get some Perfect. sleep training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, That's what you want. But our youngest, like, she, yeah, she's an absolute dream when it comes to sleeping through the night. So, yeah, not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> Lucy's got the one good kid. That's always helpful. <laughs> yeah, one good. They're both. They're both. They're both. But um, how's uh, so how's Jess, mate? How's how's your wife? How was the how was the process? Again, back into the swing of um, photographing weddings and doing the things you love to do. Yeah, mate, she's killing it. She's just doing all the good mum things she should be doing, I guess. Uh, you know, and just loving it and uh, making my job very easy so that I can get back into the swing of it a little bit. Um, obviously, yeah. I had a. I think I. Maybe like got people to help me for three or four weddings, something like that. You helped me with one of them, which is great. And then, uh, yeah, I had a couple other people help me out for a couple of weddings. Uh, one of them was a bit of a stitch up. It was pretty much like we found out Jess was going into labor and I was like, I'm just meant to be shooting a wedding that next day. And I was like calling <laughs> around everybody. So yeah, so I got some help with that one. And then, so that was probably like, yeah, maybe four weddings, something like that. And then now I am back into it. So over the weekend, I went straight back into it, dived headfirst into three weddings over the weekend, which were amazing weddings. So good. Um, had the best time over the weekend, just kind of like getting back into the swing of it. And yeah, some epic venues and people. Um, I think the first one pretty much back was with you um, at Ben Dooley last week, which was sick. And that was yeah. uh, that was pretty wild. Yeah, that was well, actually, for a bride. I'm, that was thirty-eight weeks <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> wild, yeah. wow. Yeah, I actually because I shot three weddings. I feel like that was so long ago. But now that we have, and I forgot we haven't spoken about it yet. But yes, <laughs> uh, very wild. Probably one of the most I don't know sexually induendo. Is that the right word? <laughs> I don't really know. Well, when your MC what walks in with some like um, some leather pants with his ass hanging out, like you know, it's going to be an interesting night. It's a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out to uh, Holy Matramonti. Killed it. So Silver yeah. and MC. That was, uh, that was first time working with him. It was a it was a bloody vibe. Yeah, it was a good time. If you uh, if you need someone in your life that's going to spice up your day, and probably <laughs> go a little out. bit left of left of center or right of center, depending which way you hang, um, you know, definitely check out him. He's a legend. <laughs> well, and, uh, there were yeah. no secrets with those leather pants. So <laughs> no, nothing, nothing left to the imagination. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a good time. And if you haven't checked him out, probably should because uh, yeah, he's pretty wild and pretty out there and. I don't know. We always get asked about, like, I suppose that's something that like, uh, we get asked a lot is like, you know, we want someone who's a bit different for our wedding as a celebrant doesn't want the, cl like the classic stock standard 
uh, inverted commas celebrant that you see every single day of the week, um, you know, or that you typically would think about. We have a few up our sleeve. Um, we've had Adam on before. He's a bit, he's a bit out there, a bit different. Um, but yeah, look, I think Monty is next level. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you when your celebrant comes out like with a whip, some cowboy boots, and like cracking the whip around, like yeah, God. This is not your average ceremony. Like, you get yeah. some pretty good ideas how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. But the couple were amazing too. And they're like, the thing is, is that like this couple also were like a little bit alternative, I suppose. Like we walked into groom prep and like parkway drives on absolutely blasting, yeah. which was pretty epic. And yeah, I had such a good day with those guys. But like, I just found it like yeah. so refreshing because they, it was just different, I suppose, for like, you know, what we would normally do. He was wearing a full yeah. black suit with a black hat on, <laughs> you know. Um, it was pretty sick. How funny was the brief though? Like, oh yeah, the groove doesn't like and his photo taken. And mate, he was the most photogenic person of the day. <laughs> he was loving it. I feel like I, I, I would literally just read like before we jumped on here, I read to Tim, like, you know, like she sent me an email after a sense of sneak peeks to it. She was like, oh, like, even though we thought that Brett didn't really like photos, turns out we were all wrong and he loves the camera. <laughs> um, and it was, yeah, it was epic. And I, I suppose for everyone listening, like if you're a little bit apprehensive about having your photos taken, your videos and all that sort of stuff. Um, Brett just had a good time. Hey, he literally just dived headfirst into it. He was like all about it. He wanted to have a good time and, uh, make sure he enjoyed the day and he just took it on and didn't really let the, like the feels of being apprehensive about having his photo taken, uh, affect him at all. And because he went hard at it, like the photos are epic because he was just like rocking it and didn't really care. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Can't wait to go for that. But, um, yeah, yeah look, man, it's been it's been like crazy, right? Because I had I had a triple header last weekend. Originally, I had two two weddings. I had like a the Saturday, then the Monday. But then someone had to go have a baby, and uh, I had to go shoot for them. <laughs> so like Saturday, I was in Bathurst, and then Sunday I had to drive <laughs> to Canberra. <laughs> hit a, hit a kangaroo. Yeah, my bad. And then um, <laughs> bat battery died. You know, I had a, a fucking Didn't you hit a wombat camp. as well? I did hit a wombat the week before, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get to that. <laughs> I'll get to that. And then, yeah, Sunday, I camera wedding. And then Monday, I had a wedding for these absolute legends in um, uh, at the Cove in Jervis Bay. So that was that was pretty cool. It was uh, so many thousands of kilometers in those three days. Yeah, you were all over the place and uh, it was it was definitely a big weekend. And I appreciate you helping me out, that was for sure. And I know the couple that uh, you shot for me for were stoked that you were there. And I, <laughs> I suppose that they were even more excited because they listened to the podcast. So that was sick because they were just like, oh, that's amazing. We know what Tim's like and it was cool. So uh, yeah, but it, it's been a big couple of weeks. And I guess we haven't really said what we're talking about today, Tim. But if you haven't realized, we're just having a general chit chat today. We're just going to talk, do a bit of catch talk, up. Talk a bit of smack. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. So let's let's have a bit of a catch up. I know yeah, you've had you've had a baby. I've, I've had a big couple of weeks. And yeah. I, actually, I actually spent five days at the, the Lonely Hearts Philp camp. What to. We've been talking about this, haven't we? We've been trying to work out how do we, how do we like wrap this up for you? Because I know. Uh, you were telling me how rewarding and amazing and epic it was, uh, and that yeah, you got a lot of information out of it, and a lot of goodness that's going to uh, you know bring value to the couples that you are serving. Oh, um, huge, absolutely, absolutely yeah. huge. So, um, so the Lonely Hearts Film Cam, uh, just as a little bit of a kind of a backstory. So it's run by Grace and Andrew from Bottle Brush Films. So if you don't know them, they are literally probably the best and like most creative. Um, like wedding videography, like business in Australia and huge, huge inspiration for me. I absolutely love them. You know, they are both such a vibe and so much fun. 
So I got to spend a whole kind of five days like with them and some of the worlds and Australia's best like filmmakers and storytellers. And dude, it was crazy. I don't know how we, we might have to, we might have to ask these guys to come on and uh, give us a bit of a, a rundown of it because there is so much that happened. And, you know, I don't want to give you just little bite-sized pieces. I want to kind of make sure I can give you as much value as can, kind of like run for like the whole camp, what happened. You know, some of the, uh, some of the things that we learned because mate, after those five days, my brain was fried with how much information. It's just like band camp, right? But for videographers? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just no flutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. I, uh, I, I know that, uh, yeah, like I really don't think we're going to be able to wrap this up in one podcast. That's for sure. And if we do, it's probably going to be one that's dedicated just to this because yeah, we, we should definitely, yeah, it, it wasn't just for vid, like obviously it's all based for videographers, but it's not just, I guess, around video skills, so to not, speak. Not at all. It's around it was photographers the business there. and everything, right? Mm. Yeah. Like there was obviously like, it's a, it's a cam, uh, made for filmmakers, right? Filmmakers yeah. and storytellers. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a bunch of photographers there. Um, and you know, there's a lot of like photo, like video, like businesses and mate, like the amount of quality that exists, like within Australia is huge. We had a couple of, we called it like the Sunday, like roast where everyone kind of like brought a USB cause there was zero reception, zero service <laughs> and played some of our films. And I was so, so impressed with like the quality of these, like the, these films and like the storytelling, it was phenomenal, man. Like absolutely phenomenal. And some of these kids are like in their early twenties. It's crazy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I, I suppose like we always say like, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of weddings going around and how busy the, you know, the wedding industry is. And it just goes to show that it's not just like, obviously there's people from all over the world, right? And like the wedding industry in itself all over the world is huge. Uh, but it's pretty cool to see, uh, such a big, I guess, film camp being run in Australia. Um, and being run well and people coming from overseas to attend it as well, which I think is pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Well, like, um, look at it, right? Like yeah. if there are so many like photographer based, like camps or like photographer based kind of, um, like events and expos and like what have you, but there's not really that much filmmakers and, it, and it's something that's probably like really missing in Australia where like we, we need a, like something to bring filmmakers like together. Um, and it's quite important because like you think of the process of filmmaking, it's, it's quite a lonely process, right? Lonely like, hearts. You spend hashtag. hours and days <laughs> and weeks like editing film by yourself. Like f filmmaking can be a very lonely process. So like Grace and Andrew, um, they had their first camp in like 2020, which I was spewing on, I missed out on. Um, but like it was their, like their idea to bring something specifically for filmmakers and their idea like to showcase, you know, what, like. You know, let's have something just for filmmakers in Australia and somewhere where we can bring the best and most like creative like filmmakers in one place and just like chat all things filmmaking, all things storytelling, like all things creative business. And mate, I was on fire. Like I loved the whole, like all five days. Like it was, it was such like an immense like amount of like knowledge and value that was like distilled to all of us. And there was something crazy. It was like, 60 of us or something like it was nuts and you know we had the likes of like white in uh white in reverie so they're um literally like one of like my favorite filmmakers in uh in the u.s uh we had uh creative like weddings uh whose films and photos are freaking phenomenal um you know we had breakout sessions with different um 
like different aspects of like filmmaking you know it was it was just it was just incredible to see like the wide variety of like skills but within filmmaking and styles like not just from like those that were there but from like all the presenters as well but we had rick liston who owns um wedding workflows and like he gave a phenomenal like talk on the last day just about like creative business and like what does that like business mean to you and how you can um create like a lifestyle business like for you by like basically ensuring that you can get your time back by utilizing you know staff or outside outsourcing certain aspects within your business so you have more time to focus on the things that are important so i thought that was a that was a really really interesting kind of like final um presentation for the weekend and it's it really gave a lot of us like you know, like peaked out ears to be like, oh, okay. So like you're saying like we can, we can get some help in certain aspects within our business. So we don't have to continually struggle because I don't know about you, mate, but think of all the roles that we do like in our business, right? Oh, it's wild. Like I, yeah, I would say I do too many and I know that. Um, but I also, I don't know, have control issues, I guess. I like to do a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what it is, but maybe, uh, maybe we need yeah. to get Rick on and we can, we can have a chat with Rick. Cause, uh, yeah, we'll just get, there's, probably, the there's probably a lot of people that need to talk me into doing different things. Um, no, nah, I don't know. I feel like for me, I've been doing a, this for a long time now and I've always done it myself. Um, and so I've just kind of like used to it. And at the moment, cause we're in like peak season and it's busy. I find it hard to, uh, find the time to, I guess, prepare and outsource some of the stuff that I would like to. And maybe in the downtime I'll learn. Maybe I'll listen to you because I know you're a big fan of outsourcing, uh, for sure. Uh, I had a question about your Lonely Hearts film campaign. Like, is there like, obviously like, you know, you've spoken a lot of value about like for you and like, obviously for like the people that attended there, what's the like, you know, if you're a couple and you're listening, like what's one thing that you learned if I'm throwing it under the bus here, but what's one thing maybe you've learned or. Uh, from that film camp that like, I think it's going to serve your clients better. Would you say? Um, I think it, it's just more so in how to like really keep a good eye on, you know, all the aspects within your business that are, that are happening, right? Like you want to make sure that you, you know, create the best work possible. You want to make sure that you provide like a very high level of like client service. So like we, we got a lot from like all the different presenters, um, or had like different styles. And some were focused on like just the filmmaking. Some were focused on, you know, like right, right into the business. Some were focused on like, you know, like how can you get more time back so you can like spend it uh, like within your business in things that like can serve you and your couples better. But like if you're a couple and you're listening and, you know, your, like your videographer, your photographer uh, is going to these lengths to, you know, like improve like their experience like for you. Like, what does that tell you, right? Like, does that tell you you've got someone that's like really invested, like within you, like their business and like your wedding, like, or like, does it just say, oh, well, you know, like if you're spending all this time and money, like just like, like playing around in the, <laughs> out in the bush with a bunch of other creatives, like, what does it, what does it tell you, mate? Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I think you are getting what you pay for, right? And it's not a, it wasn't a, like, it's not a cheap, uh, exercise to go and do that plus you're also away from the family for what, five days something like that which is pretty crazy and yes you're having fun and it's a wild time and all that sort of goodness but it's wild because everyone's so excited to be there too right um i saw some i saw some footage of like the, the final night party uh that everybody was getting into and that looked like a fun time <laughs> um, yeah it was pretty well it was pretty well um, was there anything yeah. that you like uh, from other like films and like people that were there like is there anything you saw that you were like wow that is epic yeah like something different yeah, i could i could go on like a Pick lot one. about this so 
one, only one. Let's. I'm going to put. So one of the one of the presenters, Dave. Right. So Dave um, has a business in uh, in Victoria. So it's photo and video, uh, and he actually shoots photo, video, hybrid by himself. Crazy, right? Absolutely crazy. So he'll have like his camera is like set up on like on a tripod, and then it'll be like a gimbal on the tripod with a Raven Eye. Um, and a Raven is basically like a, like a, a robotic, um, essentially. And like from his phone, he can like track subjects so he can record like video tracking a subject as well as like taking photos. So we had a bit of a breakaway session with Dave and he like, he showcased, you know, what, like what he does like with the first look and, you know, different aspects of the day of it on how he would like manage that process. And like, it's something that I could never do, but it's just interesting no to see like how... <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and we, we did ask Dave on the last day for Q and A. I'm like, why do you love like what you do? And Dave's response was, I love the chaos. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know. That just brings me a bit of anxiety a little bit like around like trying to make sure you capture it all. Obviously he's a master at what he does. Um, it just sounds yeah. like, but way too yeah, like, and, and these are the things that we mentioned, <laughs> right? Like, and like there's sacrifices that have to be made in certain aspects, but like it's a, it's a style that, you know, um, and especially like Dave, his couples uh, can be a little bit uh, more on, on the alternative side. They don't want a um, multiple people there. They don't want multiple ven ven uh, vendors like capturing like everything that's happening. So like for his couples, he's really like found a niche of like what works for him. Uh, and he's doing really well. Like his films are phenomenal as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one more in there and um. Kalen from White and Reverie, absolute gun, like on the tech side. So absolutely phenomenal. So we had a breakaway session with Kalen and he showed us some gimbal skills. And mate, I don't know about you, but if you've seen like some gimbals and videographers like that utilizing gimbals, like on a wedding day, like it's, it's not an easy thing, right? They can be a bit heavy, like they're a bit bulky. And, and the one that Kalen uses is like this big, like Ronin square looking thing. And mate, it is hectic, but... The footage that he gets from it and like how he dials in the settings um and just his understanding of the tech like allows him to really like capture like these like beautifully timed like moments and like these beautiful like gimbal moves and like you said like it is a tool it's a tool to use on the day on the wedding day it's not something that you would use all day um but it's it's definitely a signature kind of look that he does with his films um him and his wife christine that it just takes it to a different level. And there's a reason why they were invited as presenters like to the Lonely Hearts film camp. And it's because they are the best at what they do. So yeah, that was that was another healthy one. But I have to I have to throw it in there. I've got one more. I've got one more. <laughs> one, three, ten. No worries. Before you throw this one in there, are are you contemplating going back to a gimbal? Are you contemplating getting your gimbal back out and having a crack at it sometimes? Because you're a you're a you're a yeah. freehand kind of guy. Uh you think about going Look, for the last year, like I've been handheld, right? I love kind of like the look of it. I love like the, the the feel of it. But there is times where I wish I had something to like smooth out a bit of motion, like whether that's like a walking shot or like just to kind of like add it in. But like for me, the added complexity like of a gimbal can sometimes like feel like a little bit restrictive. But like we were at the wedding last week, right? And I was like, oh man, like if I had a gimbal right now, like I could have used a couple of shots. It's made me think like, do I you know, like utilize a gimbal for some part, some parts of the day. And yeah, I'm still having a good think about it, but like, that's the good thing about <laughs> filmmaking, right? Like it's like, it's, it's a creative process. Like you can, you can do like whatever, like you want. And for me, I'm always looking for new ways to, you know, like up the game, up the skill, um, and up the 
the quality like of my films. For me, it needs to serve a purpose, right? Like it's not something that I would use all day, but like potentially it is something that I could use like at for some like some shots as well. So yeah, watch this space. We'll see what happens, mate. Amazing. All right, hit us number three. What number what's three? The third thing you uh, yeah. Third, fourth, tenth, I don't know. Whatever now we're up to. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, but what, we'll keep on with this. Is, this is why we need to have a separate podcast for this. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a, a whole few. podcast, not not just an episode, a whole podcast. <laughs> I, like Grace and Andrew, if you guys are listening, uh, we have to get you guys on to discuss this because there is just so much that we can go into. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so shout out to my boy, Ricardo. So Ricardo um, is a wedding filmmaker. Um, he's one half of creative like weddings in Europe and they do some amazing like destination photo and uh, videos and he has just such a unique style like Im imagine an, an Italian Italian dude right sexy AF right with a bit of a beard right and he comes to you and he's like no bullshit you're really painting I a just... good picture here. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was it, it was just it was just an absolute legend. But in his breakaway session, um, we had uh, we had a couple uh, we had a couple um, who were an actual couple who modelled for us, like Jake and Sabrina, absolute legends. So they just rocked it. And Ricardo is, I suppose, his wedding films are very like romantic and cinematic, but then completely non-intrusive. So there, there is no direction whatsoever. Not like not zero direction. And you wow. should see the quality of the films <laughs> that he gets. Right. And, and it was something that we like, we kind of struggled to understand. We're like, how are you getting like couples to, you know, like do this without direction? And like, he's like, silent. I stay silent. Like, this is not your moment. Like, this is not your day. This is not your wedding. You are there to capture, capture. It did um, raise a few questions, right? Like, well, how much direction, like, should we give couples? And like, I think, you know, European weddings and Australian weddings, like, are a bit different. But like, the simple fact is he shoots in a completely, like, like directionless environment. Like, he just completely captures, like, what is happening. And, like, it's, it's kind of similar, like, to us. But we still do like to provide like a little bit of like direction as well. Like it's that some whole prompts and tips and hints. You yeah, know? like it's it's not like we're we're posing, but we like we want to essentially like provide like a little bit of direction or like some prompts just so you you can be you. But yeah, it, it was quite phenomenal how like Ricardo worked and some of yeah some of his <laughs> man oh like some of just like his words and what he says and what he does is just an absolute classic like, it's just classic i i love it man i absolutely love it and i know it's brought a lot of discussion like in um the lonely hearts film uh camp chat about you know like is this something that we can try and implement for our own businesses and like you know not be so like involved like not treat the wedding like such a production um but it's something, yeah, it's something that definitely deserves its own kind of like discussion point because we can go on and on about this. But yeah, he just brought a different perspective to something I, I feel quite strongly about as well. It's definitely a unique uh, way to capture a wedding. And it's not, uh, it's, I feel like you, you've got to be a specific person to want that kind of vibe. Because I know a lot of people say to us, oh, we don't want to be posed, <laughs> but we also have no idea what we're doing. And I feel like yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, that's where it becomes like, it's probably a bit of a conversation. I'm sure he's like relationship with couples and things like that in the lead up to the wedding talk, he would talk them through his process and, um, how it is that he achieves what he achieves. Cause obviously his stuff's amazing. Um, and if he can do that without realistically having to say too much to them and he's like a fly of the wall capturing everything, that's pretty bloody epic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, 
like we, you know, a couple of guys have mentioned as well. Like it's, it's probably difficult to capture like that, like type of like content, like in Australia without some form of direction. Um, but it like, it, it does beg the question, right? Like when you choose your photographer and your videographer, like how, how much detail are you paying towards like their particular style of how they are on the day? Like if you're listening as a couple, right? Do you, like you, you see the end product, right? Like you see the photos and you see the videos and you can relate to that and you can connect with that. But like, do you ask the question of like, well, what's like the process of how you capture that? Like during the day, like how involved are you? Like, you know, weddings are a special like event. They're not like, they're not a production. Like, and if you wanted a production, like you need to be specific on who you choose for that. Um, because you do have, um, I think like how, how do we put, how do we put this nicely, Matt? Help me out here. Um, mental blank. I have no idea. Baby yeah. brain. So, <laughs> <laughs> can I just, if I uh, don't know what to say, can I say baby brain from now on and that'll be okay for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah you can try. <laughs> you can try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think like as a couple, when you choose like your photographer and your videographer, like, yes, you're looking at the end product. You're looking at these deliverables and what that, what the photos look like and what the videos look like. But like, it's just as important to understand who it is on your wedding day. You know, like what is their process of like capturing like those moments? Um, cause like if you wanted like a, a high end production, you know, like you, there's some sacrifices you're going to have to make in terms of, you know, like if you want those beautiful shots, like they don't just happen naturally. Like not all of them do. Like high end production is probably the wrong word as well. If you want like a, like a very like high end, yeah, high end production is probably not the right word even in that because you can still get a high-end feel to your wedding, uh, but it has to be like forced a lot more potentially yeah. uh, for some very specific shots. And I think, uh, you know, that's something that is very different to potentially what we do and quite the opposite. Like, yes, we still offer a high-end experience, but the production aspect is a lot more uh, you and your interpretation to what we're asking you to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, like we, yeah. Well, I suppose what I mean by that is... Like we don't treat your wedding like a production in the fact that, you know, you're not actors, right? So we're not going to like, you know, provide like a script to do this, like, you know, this crazy shot of a couple walking up a mountain, for instance, right? Like, cause that would, how much time will that take out of your wedding day? Um, but like what, I think the point that we're trying to make is that there's diff, there's different aspects of like vendors that you can you can really like relate to and whether that's like their particular style or whether it's just the, the fact that, you know, their end product is something that you can relate to. Like, it's not just the one thing. That's not just the only thing that you should focus on is what I'm trying to say. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I get it completely. And like, I think that at the end of the day, like I, I'm, I feel like lately I've been getting more and more, uh, I guess invested and passionate maybe around making sure that you're selecting the people like you know when it comes to like this you know production or you know the vibe of the day um like oh, i suppose like everyone's niching slightly differently and everyone's vibe is slightly different um and everyone has a different want and need to the end result for photo video maybe it's not even photo video let's just take it back a step even further like maybe it's your venue maybe it's your i don't know celebrate maybe it's your makeup artist whatever it is i feel like you really need to look um at what the overall picture is and the end result 
and look at like a multitude of different um, settings, scenarios, weddings. Um, if there's someone that's shooting a lot or doing a lot of work, you're going to see a lot of their different styles um, out there. And if that resonates with you, that's amazing. And then meet up with them and see, you know, what that process looks like. Um, yeah, and then you're sure. going to get a real feel and understanding of how they achieve that at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I know like for, for you and I, like we, we love like those natural like moments like that happen like naturally as part of the day because it's you, like it tells your story. And like, for, like for me, when I'm creating like a film, when I'm creating like your story, like what I really love is the aspects that are so you that I can turn into your story, you know, like staging a, like staging a moment, staging like something fake. Like that's what, that's what, for me, that's what movies are. Right. And like, 100%. you know, a couple aren't actors. Right. And like for me, and it's along the lines of like uh, Ricardo's, um, I suppose like premise, like during camp is that it is not your day and they are not actors and this is not a movie film. Like what you're doing is creating a story specifically like for them. So like you capture the moments that are them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, as I said, it's definitely, I feel like, and uh, we spoke about this prior to this, to chatting about this. And I was like, man, that's wild because I feel like you definitely need to have the, like that, that client needs to, or, you know, the couple that you're shooting, uh, need to understand that. And like, for me, that's a wild concept because I know that, uh, you know, like most people have no idea what they're doing. Um, and that would probably bring them a bit of anxiety as well in a sense of like, what do you mean? You just stand there and capture everything. Obviously, he's got this down pat and he's killing it, um, and that's awesome. Um, and I'm slightly jealous because I wish I could do that. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, um, <laughs> same. I remember same. like just go talking about like from for me from the weekend. I was thinking about like just then about like capturing moments and things like that. I, I remember on the weekend um, I shot uh, at Jasper's in Berry, um, and we were just standing there. And we're like the couple were hanging out with each other, and I was just being a bit of a smartass and you know, um, being a bit sassy. And they were like real close and snuggly, and they were looking all cute and stuff. But they both looked like they were like uh, almost in a little bit of pain or like a bit sad or something. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like that didn't find your jokes funny. It looked no, well, I wasn't even talking to him at the time. I was just like kind of shooting, and I got a little bit closer to him, and I was looking <laughs> through my camera. I was like geez, I didn't know he were here for a funeral. <laughs> and then they like, oh, just wow. like lost, they just like lost it. Um, and like probably my favorite photo from the day is like them just like losing it after I said that I didn't realize that we're here <laughs> for a funeral. Um, I was like, don't have to be so morbid. You're not here for a funeral. And <laughs> like just lost it. I definitely think it's probably like, yeah, my favorite photo from the whole day. But it's probably just because of something that's popped into my mind at that time. And it's like, I suppose it just, there's nothing typically like we're trying not to plan things and we're trying not to, you know, uh, force moments on things. So I, that's why like when I see stuff like that, I just try and make jokes and I try and have conversations with people. But yeah, when I take it back a step and I think about what he does, I'm like, how does he not say anything to people? Like that's mental. Um, it's pretty yeah. cool, but like I definitely think I'm all like, for it. We got, we got a thing. Like it, it's a potentially different countries as well. Like a different, yes, like different type true. of people, like not necessarily like Australian as well. Um, but, and that, and that was the best thing. Like, and that's probably the number one like takeaway from camp is that, like there is so much like variety and filmmaking is such an art, right? That everyone has their own style, but the end, like the end product, for, um, the end product is them, right? Like, and it's so, it's so amazing. Like it is so amazing. Like the different styles that I've seen at camp were just absolutely phenomenal, but like it just worked so well because it is them. Um, and that's, and that's really a big thing, um, that I see and like those that are really doing well are just so true to who they are. Yeah, very true. And like, I suppose if you are true to who you are, like at the end of the day, uh, you know, 
and this probably isn't just from a filmmaking or a photo or a you know wedding sense uh but in general uh for everybody uh if you are true to who you are you're going to enjoy what you're doing like and that's as simple yeah. as that you're going to be passionate about it you're going to be excited about it you're going to be have all the emotions about it that are positive and probably not so negative you know like i think about whenever i'm most excited about something like I put a lot of bloody energy and a, like a lot of effort into that, right? Um, and this probably comes back to a little bit of, you know, um, like we talk about this so much on this podcast, but, you know, like do things that make you happy. Like if you're excited by it, of course, it's going to make you happy. And that's not just from a filmmaking perspective or, a, you know, photo, makeup, hair, whatever it is, like it's always going to instill the good vibes. And that's what we're all about. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Love, 100%. I love it. Well, Mate, I uh, I got a I I, I got two uh, maybe one question which I feel like um, I don't know I don't know why I just came up with this and I think it probably would be handy to start doing. But have you got any like um, it might not be to do with Lovely Heartfield Camp and um, you know whatever just in general we might start doing something like this each podcast potentially. But like, is there any like nitpicky things you want to talk about? Things that are annoying you at the moment? Anything that makes you excited at the moment? Like, is it just a random Tim chat? goodness does that make sense i don't know if it does anyway it does it does it does um look we we've got a we've got a bunch of different ideas for the, this podcast i think and then like there's lots of ways that we, we want to take it <laughs> tell, tell me more tell me more um and should we just have look, a planning I'll, session I'll, live on the podcast yeah why not why not everyone like give us your thoughts like which direction should we take this podcast yes yeah. <laughs> um look look i think like a big one is like the type of business we're in, like it, it is a, it's created business, right? It's us. Um, and if we have a look at the different hats that we wear, right? We're videographer, we're photographer, social media manager, financial manager, hype tax man, man. <laughs> hype man. <laughs> you know, like we, like we have to run so many and we have so many roles and we have to run so many different tasks within our business to like keep this afloat. Right. And like a big thing that's popped up is, you know, like it, it's quite easy to burn out, right? It's very, 100%. like, it's very easy to burn out. And, you know, like maybe we'll save for another podcast, but like I reached like a, like a critical like point of burnout probably like 12 to 18 months ago and I had to make some changes, right? But looking and like talking to like so many, like so many filmmakers, so many photographers, you know, they're only maybe a couple of years in the industry. Like they're, they are full time, but with everything they're doing, like it is, they're so like, close to that critical like burnout mark and they're not like they're not aware that like burnout is just around the corner but there's so many aspects that you can do to really like not just be safe and not burn out because in our like in our business right with the amount of roles that we do do like it is so like so imperative that we're very specific with what we do do how we spend our time and the value that we we do provide our clients but we need to make sure that we look after our ourselves. Right? We need to make sure if we look after our time, we need to make sure that there is boundaries uh, within our business to make sure that there is longevity within the business. Hundred percent, love it. I feel like it's a podcast on itself. Hundred uh, percent. Uh, my, I have one, and this is like a little nitpicky thing that's just been. I, I feel like it's been around. It's been around for a long time. Yours is very uh, creative focused. Mine is a little bit more couple focused, uh, and that is. And I feel like this is probably a topic you know, podcast for itself, uh, but couples apologizing for things that are outside of what they would see typically as the normal, 
if that makes sense. So i.e. if they decide that they, from a photo perspective, if they decide they don't want to do prep, they go, oh Matt, we're really sorry, but we don't want to do prep. That really irks me. I don't know why, like, because it's not <laughs> about- That really I, grinds my oh, gears. Jesus. Mate, it annoys me because, Matt. you know what, like this sounds, I don't know if this sounds bad and you can tell me if it does, uh, but like in the nicest way possible, I don't really give a crap if you do prep or All not. Right. Like it doesn't ruin my day, right? Like- yeah, okay, right. but but I I know I know where you're coming from, and like we've spoken about this like quite a fair bit, right? But like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's coming from the premise that like we want to make sure that where we capture like the best moments of your wedding day, right? And if prep is not within you know like the best moments, or the prep is not a value like to you, then 100 percent we're gonna be like, nah, we we don't need it. Like we don't want to just capture it if that's not what you want. Because if we do capture it and it puts you in a mood, like it's just not like it's not how we want to do things. And I know we feel I know we feel the same way about this. We want to make yeah. sure that we provide the best experience possible. Yeah. And this is why we have a process to understand the things that you do and don't like about certain aspects like within your wedding day. Like what do you want included? What do you not want included? And don't apologize because you're <laughs> gonna do it the way that you want to do it. Yeah. Like that, like I think I don't even think it's like the prep part or the non like I just think the fact that you keep apologizing to me throughout the day for things that aren't going to plan or sorry, it's taken so long. Like at the end of the day, like you're not there to serve me. I'm there to serve you as the couple. I'm there to make sure that your day's amazing. Uh, and you're paying me to be there. So stop apologizing to me. Like, oh man, I'm going <laughs> like, right, like, to swear ever jar, to that, guys. instead of a swear jar, I'm going to start a sorry jar. And every time you say you uh, like sorry to me on the day, I'm going to charge you like a dollar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> chill. I don't know. Chill. I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that's so, my little sorry, uh, Matt. sorry, Matt. My little sorry, Matt. my little uh he said you owe me three dollars. Uh that's my little parent <laughs> other day. Uh anyway, don't know if that's helpful for anybody. If it uh you know, little hot tip, maybe yeah, little, if you please so, don't do if it. You book Matt, please don't please don't apologize to him. He'll <laughs> get very upset. Just get like filled my like inbox will just get filled with like, Oh sorry, Matt, but can we <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Dot dot dot. Um yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know where we're... Uh, hopefully this has been a little bit of an insight to you guys about what's been going on the last couple of weeks for me and Tim. It's been pretty wild. Uh, you yeah. know, obviously with babies, with, uh, you know, like all the weddings we've been doing, with film camps, all that goodness, plus also trying to still work on our businesses and, and the podcast too, I guess, and improve that and take that to the next level. Um, there's a lot coming up, hopefully, with this podcast. We just work it all out at the moment. We're doing a lot of brainstorming behind the scenes, but we always love to hear from you guys. So please do reach out because yeah, at the end of the day, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. And we want to make sure that you're getting value out of what we're doing. And uh, even though we love to come on here and talk some crap and break our day up from editing <laughs> we and to doing whatever we do. talk a bit of smack. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Was it was so but... funny, right? I, I can't. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say it. at camp, right? I, oh, camp. Uh, You're going to get charged a dollar if you say camp one more time. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's film camp. Yeah. We, um, some of the guys are like, oh, do you like, do you do that? Like make it epic, um, podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But don't listen to it. Like, it's just me and Matt talking a bunch of smack. <laughs> <laughs> a random golden nugget here or there that could help your uh, wedding experience. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, get, look this, uh, this episode was a little bit different. Like, let us know, like, do you like us having a bit of a, you know, like directionless bit of a chat, a bit of a, bit of a catch up? Um, Whatever's going on in our brains at the time. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just chat about what's there, what's going on at the time. Yeah, look, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you found this of value, let us know. Uh, let us know how we did. Um, if you got some ideas and you'd like to yeah, potentially jump on as a guest, like we'd be more than happy to have a chat with you. But mate, it's been great. Congratulations again on little Oliver. He's a he's an Thanks, absolute mate. cutie. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. And uh, it's always good jumping on here, talking some smack and... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully providing a touch of value to our listeners yeah, out there. Talking and, uh, smack and a touch of value. <laughs> anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed today's little chit-chat. Uh, yeah, we will see you again next week for the next episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Bye. Podcast. Bye.